There is a fairly recent movie called The Martian. I don't know if some of you have seen that movie. This is not a spoiler because I haven't seen it. But one engineer, of course, told me, you know, one of the students, all the story and all the plot and everything that happens in the movie because of how this man who is presumed dead in, in Mars is left behind by the crew and they return back to Earth and he's left in Mars and it comes up that he wasn't dead. And so when he comes back into mindfulness, he realizes that he's by himself in Mars and that he needs to survive. And so he engineers his way into survival and then he needs to start finding a way of giving himself a, a chance to come back home. And he says, you know, in the middle of that hassle, no matter what happens, tell the world, tell my family that I never stopped fighting to make it home. I never stopped fighting to make it home. Imagine for a moment that that happens to you, that you are left behind in another planet, Mars or any of the others. Imagine that you have to start surviving over there. And pretty soon we would realize that we are not at home. You know, the year, the, the, the year we cannot breathe, there's no one there. There's no means for survival. We are not made for that place. We are made for another home that awaits us. We all long to be home. And as good and fun as it could be to make it to Mars, we are made for home and we long to be there. So Jesus says in the gospel today, everything that the Father gives me will come to me and I will not reject anyone who comes to me. We are on a journey home and Christ is calling us from heaven. He's calling us from home, calling out to us. C.S. Lewis, that great author of the Chronicles of Narnia, he used to say, if this is it, if this life, this earth, this life, this world that, where we live, if this is it, why is it that we are never quite comfortable, that we are never done, that we are never at peace, that we are always restless? And that is because we are made for another home. This earth, this life is not home. We are in Mars. We need to long for that final home that we were made for. And so today we are confronted with the reality of death as we celebrate the Mass for all the faithful departed. As you enter the church, you saw those two banners with all the names of the parishioners who have died in this year. And I'm sure you bring your, all, your own banners in your heart, you know, the names of those whom you want to pray for in this night. Maybe there's family members, friends, loved ones whom you want to pray for and offer this Mass for. And I tell you, I have celebrated many of those funerals. And death is always dramatic. That is our own experience, that death is always dramatic. There's on those lists, you know, very you know, older people 
who had lived a very fruitful life. And there's also very young people on that list as well who never thought that their time was over. One of them, 14 years old. So death is so dramatic. And sooner or later in our lives, we are always confronted with the reality of death. And I think there's three main ways that we can look at it and give an answer to it and try to deal with it. The first one is we don't talk about it. We wipe it off completely. We don't even think about it. We don't talk about it. We take it out of our conversations and reflection. That is the first way that we can deal with that hard topic of death. The second one is maybe we can make fun of it and, you know, joke with, with death. And that is what we try to do at Halloween. You know, in this season, we try to, you know, take it more jokefully so that maybe if we get acquainted with it, we can feel better. And another way could be to try to make it normal, to make it, you know, just one more thing, a part of life. This is, you know, the biological cycle. It's the, the circle of life, as the Lion King says. You know, we, we all know that at some point we need to be composed of, of the earth. We just know that that is the case. But we know that none of those three approaches give us a real consolation before the topic of death. None of those truly bring peace to our hearts. But Jesus, he is the only one who can bring a true response an answer to that topic of death. Why is death so dramatic? Because it exposes the reality that we are not made just for this life, that we have, come, that we have a home somewhere else in eternity. And it doesn't matter how strongly we cling to this life. It's always passing. There's a desire in us for eternity. This is not home. St. Teresa of Avila used to say to her sisters that life is just like a night in a bad hotel room. This is what this life is. But home is in heaven. We have a home. We have a place. Jesus said, In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. I am going to prepare a place for you, and I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am, you also may be. Jesus says, I am going to prepare a place for you. We have a home. And once I have prepared that place for you, I will come and look for you so that where I am, you may also be. We have a home that is awaiting us in heaven, and that home is not empty. Jesus is there, and he's the one who wants to receive us. So how can we do to start living our lives in this eternal perspective? The first step that we need to take is to seek a home away from home already in this life. You don't need to be displaced. 
Start getting used to your home in heaven already in this life. How can we live this life more according to the promised heaven? And that is living in Christ, the Gospels. Christianity is an atmosphere of heaven that allows you to already in this life breathe a heavenly air. That is why the saints, they are the ones who made that transition of death the smoothest. They, were, they made a smooth transition from this life to life eternal because in this life they were already living in heaven. They were living in Christ. So seek the places where you experience that, where you experience heaven already, at Mass, in prayer, with people who live this way. I want to encourage you tonight to invest, to be profound, to not be superficial in your life, to start creating a home away from our final home in heaven, to start living in heaven already here. C.S. Lewis, again, he said, if you look for truth, you may find comfort in the end. If you look for comfort, you will not get either comfort or truth. Only soft soap, he said, and wishful thinking to begin. And in the end, despair. So the Lord is telling us, seek that final home already in this life. Start building that home away from home, and you will find comfort. In the second place, the second advice for what can we do is begin the transfer over. Knowing where is your home, you can already start transferring over to eternal life. We can do our purgatory on earth every time we do something united to the Lord. St. Francis of Assisi he used to say, Remember that when you leave this earth, you can take nothing that you have received, but only what you have given. A full heart enriched by honest service, love, sacrifice, and courage. There's some investments in this life, like those of love, sacrifice, courage, service, that are already investments in life eternal. Those are the things that will remain. Start transferring over things to your final home. It's almost like that uh, end of the year of your freshman year for those who already went through that experience. Those who are freshmen, you will experience that at the end of this year. You're getting out of the dorms and you already have your housing for next year. And hopefully, so you have peace in your heart, you can start moving your stuff over to your new place, little by little, and you don't have to do it all at once. Or maybe you just do it all at once, but you move away from that situation already to your new home for next year. The same we can do in this life, already start transferring things into eternal life, into heaven, by the things that we do united with the Lord. Everything else will be burnt at the end of this life. The first reading says, we are going to be tested by fire at the end of this life. So everything that wasn't united to the Lord will burn away. The things that will remain are the ones that we did united to Christ. Those are the ones that we get to transfer into heaven, into our final home. 
start decorating that final home already in this life. They say that once there was a young man uh, volunteering and, and working with the, the missionaries of charity uh, of Mar Teresa. And Mar Teresa was there uh, in that particular house. And this man was, you know, cleaning a bathroom and he was, you know, not happy with it and he was just uh, grumbling and, and doing it not with the best spirit. And Mar Teresa went by that bathroom and she said to him, Stop wasting your time. And he looked at her and said, What do you mean? I cleaned the bathroom. You should be, you know, thankful to me. And she said to him, you're wasting your time. You're not cleaning the bathroom. Everything that you do grumbling and not united to the Lord, it's wasted. If you're going to do it, do it with him, for him, in him. And that will have an eternal merit in heaven. So we can already start transferring into eternal life when we live and we do things united to Christ. And in the third place, be consoled by God's victory. Sometimes we can lose heart and feel lonely in the battle. Is, is, is it even worth the fight, you know, of living out my faith? And I want to say to you tonight, be comforted because heaven is bigger. Heaven is bigger. Heaven is bigger than your struggles. Heaven is bigger than your anxiety. Heaven is bigger than any persecution, than any preoccupations. Heaven is bigger. There are seven billion people on earth at this point. How many more people are there in heaven? All those saints, known and unknown, who have lived through the centuries, united to the Lord, and they have given it all, and they already rejoice. And all the souls that are awaiting in purgatory, already destined for heaven. Heaven is bigger. God has already won. God is winning. And God will win in the end. Be comforted by that. Heaven is bigger. And even though his victory is not still seen and realized, he is winning. And he will bring that victory to an end. So today we pray for the souls of all the faithful departed. And I invite you at this Mass to think, who do you want to offer this Mass for? Maybe a loved one or someone who has passed away and you want to offer this Mass for. Maybe if you don't have anybody that you can think of, just offer it for someone who has no one to pray for them tonight. You can do that. Because our little sacrifice of being here tonight and offering this Mass, united to the eternal sacrifice of Christ, has eternal consequences for souls. So offer this Mass for, for someone who has gone before us. And in the second place, I invite us all to, in this week, to look more at heaven, look more towards, towards the sky, and be reminded of that final destination that we have in heaven. I think the Lord has given us the, the nicest fall in years. It's so beautiful, so sunny. And I hope that as I say this, this is not a terrible week and rains all week. Hopefully the, the sun is still out. But make the most of that and look at those blue skies. Imagine how those blue skies would have looked for Jesus. He would look at those skies and say, the Father is awaiting me. 
His arms are waiting for me. And every time he would look at the sky, he would say, that's, that's my home. I want to be there right now. And he would really strive for that. So in the same way, I invite you to look towards the sky at least every single day once and be reminded that we are made for that final home and be encouraged because heaven is bigger and the Father is awaiting us. This is the greatest homecoming of all. We are going home. We are going home. And I need you tonight to be able to say like that movie that we just quoted. I have never stopped fighting to make it home. And that is something that you can only do. It's in between you and the Lord. But whenever in this Mass you feel that fire in your heart, in that moment say it in the silence and secret of your heart, Lord, I promise you that I will never stop fighting to make it home.